no ketchup, no ketchup. really good my people welcome into no catch up sports talk via chicago i am your host sean little big nick the quick with me as always april 20th 2021 the year is moving i got mm-hmm. the beanie on shout out nick you know he likes to talk about the weather i got the beanie on because it's snowing today what's going on out here it, it, it was it was brick out there today. <laughs> it was so, rough out there today <laughs> yeah so i'm like let me go ahead and uh rock the beanie real quick before i bring nick in the full screen let's break down what we're going to talk about first off first tech tuesday um rest in peace george floyd the chauvin verdict came through all guilty um We'll touch on that for a quick second before we get into the sports. Steph Curry is absolutely out of his mind right now, going ballistic. I tweeted, I tweeted yesterday he's completely blacked out. He's not yep. here. He's yep. on a completely different planet, and that's yep. exactly what's going on. We're going to break down Steph, what it means, what we think about the performance. Um, the MVP talk is, is trickling in as well, so we'll talk about that. Um, Jokic has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to say. That game yeah, last game night, was, last off, night was, insane. was off the chain, yeah. Insane. So we'll uh, we'll touch on Steph a bunch. Then uh, we wanted to touch – we'll have a little NBA roundup in there as well. After we touch on Steph, we'll uh, we'll leak into the rest of the NBA, NBA roundup. We'll then go into uh, this Super League talk, and we're going to angle it towards some American stuff. And I have a video I want to show, which I thought was interesting. Yep. So we'll talk about the European Super League. It seems to be in shambles now and is done, but what that meant, what it would mean, our thoughts on that. And then uh, we'll probably get up out of here, man. Big Nick the Quick, what's happening? What's the business? What's going on? Man, how you doing, bro? Good, man. Good. Uh, obviously, you know, a pretty pretty heavy day today with everything going on, man. But I think, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, lack of better term, it turned out the way that we wanted to, which, which it didn't have to happen at all, but. Could have been a lot worse, right? Had it went the other way, man, shit would have been going uh, crazy out here. I was thinking about that. Like, yeah. what would it have looked like had had the verdict came back not guilty? But, you know, I, if you watch the trial, I, I couldn't see any way that that man wasn't guilty. And you really need to see the trial. You saw the videotape. Yeah, you saw year. the tape. You saw the tape. Yeah, man, I got emotional when the when the verdict came out. I, don't even, I wasn't even really expecting that. I kind of expected the guilty to come across, but you never know. You never um, know. To see him get walked off in the shackles, in the, in the, you know, you don't go home anymore now. Nope. You, like that sh- going home shit is that shit is over with. It's, it's over with, man. Yeah. So that I I got emotional there when they walked him to the back. You know what I'm saying? You're going home throughout the trial. You're doing a lot of stuff during the trial, but once that verdict comes over, it's it's it's, it's all over for that. It's over. It's over with. Yep. Yeah. So I uh, I got emotional there, but. It's some justice for George for sure. Um, we got a long way to go, but that was a. I, I think uh, I think that was a, a a good start. I guess you could say. I I do really feel that way. I know people are like, "There's nothing to celebrate. We have so much more work to do." Look at uh, look at look at what happened. Look at what had to happen for us to get a guilty verdict. Right. But I still think. Listen, like there was times where, with all that happening, the the guilty verdict's still not coming. So right. I think that's still a, a step in the right direction. 
Definitely. You know, I'm, I'm coming on both sides of it, like definitely in a step in the right direction. But at the same time, it's like, you know, did it take a video that was that egregious, egregious and long? It was really the length of it. You know what I mean? I just think when they especially yeah. playing the court, it ended up being what a nine minute video as opposed to the eight minute video that mm-hmm. we all saw. Um, you know, does it take that much for it to happen? It also makes you think back like historically, it's like, man, prior to videotape, like shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when our parents were coming up and obviously before that, it's like, that you definitely weren't even getting to trial. You know what I mean? Folks were going home at night um, after doing stuff like that. But on the on the positive, or again, whatever side, um, look, man, it was guilty. And I think that's that's we've seen that's it go the, the other way. Right. That's the major thing. So definitely, uh, you know, rest in peace to George Floyd. Shout out to his family. You know, prayers, everything like that with them. And yeah. uh, hopefully we start to see some change. Absolutely. Anything else you got for First Take Tuesday? Anything else been tickling at you that you want to talk about? Either no, I mean, it, I, I think it's it's hard to have any other takes right now uh, when, when Steph Curry's doing what he's doing. Straight I think like I, you that. You know what I mean? That's pretty much it. I can say my first take would be the game last night between Denver and, and, um, Memphis. and Memphis is one of the best games I've seen in a while, which was right after the game between Phoenix and... And Milwaukee, which was an awesome game. So, and then you had the Steph Curry situation. So, last night, I mean, what an awesome night of NBA basketball. If you didn't get a chance to tune in, last night was was why we watch, why we fuck with the league so heavy. Right, exactly. So, so, right. so much going on. Exactly right. All right, well, let's jump into to the boy. I yep. mean, this guy Steph Curry right now is completely out of pocket. And I let me ask you this, just to kick it off. What do you think this is – where is this coming from? Is he just hot and 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 going and getting baskets? Is he trying to prove a point? Is he trying to carry these guys to the playoffs? What what if – if you had to put one thing on it, like they they have a shot to, to even sneak into the six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're only three games back of Portland in the six. Yeah. Do you think it's him just trying to put these guys on his back? Is it just like, man, I gotta, I just gotta get I busy? Nope. I don't even think it's that because if you listen to his statements, he's just talking about how carefree and how much fun he's having. I think it's no pressure. This dude has been in the pressure cooker the right. last five to six years, right? Every game matters, everything matters. And he's obviously delivered in that situation. He didn't cower under none of that. But I think to have a year like this year, especially with last year getting hurt, you know, eight, nine games into the year. He comes out this year. There's no expectations. It's like, yo, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to have fun. I'm going to hoop. I have three rings. I have two MVPs. I have teammates coming back next year. I got a young fellow that we took second overall. So I just think if I had to point to one thing, it's carefree and joy. He's just having a good time, man. I don't even think he's thinking about this sixth seed. Like, I don't think it's like that. I don't think he's up there like, oh, yeah, we're so close to the playoffs. I'm about to get on the ass and, and see if we can make a run. I think he's going right. to I'm going to go out there and do my thing. I'm going to have a great time. If we win, great. If we lose, I'm going to be upset. But, like, it's, it's playing with house money. The definition of playing with house money is 2021 Steph Curry run. Because it's all good. And he's performing. And he's is hooping. It, and obviously it's working. Is it just because he's – it's one of those situations, like, no matter what, he's always – it's always a W with like for and per in the and I guess perception. I like he has nothing like he's never gonna get nothing. slighted because yeah. the team he has nobody on his team. There's nobody he's just on his out team. there firing away. And yeah. he also has three rings, two MVPs. So it's kind of just like he's just in his bag. Nothing to prove, but I love hooping. He loves hooping, right? So it's like I'm just gonna go out there and I'm gonna hoop. I'm not gonna force it. I'm not gonna stress myself out over it. 
Steve Kerr already told you a couple months ago he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna give me the. <laughs> yeah, he These guys are out but, here. Just I'm just gonna go out there and I'm gonna do my thing. So I think it's almost the exact opposite. Anybody who's like, oh, Steph Curry's in the war room, hunkering down, like gearing up for a playoff run, like, nah, it's the exact opposite. He's probably out to dinner with his wife and kids right now, kicking it somewhere in the Bay, vaccinated, chilling, and like, oh, we got, <laughs> oh, we got, we got Brad Beal on Wednesday. Oh, okay, cool, whatever. I'm not even thinking about them boys. I'm gonna show up on Wednesday and I might go out for another fifty. I might go for 25, but it's all good. I'm gonna have fun doing it. Listen, I'm have listen, fun doing it. Listen to Steph's last nine games: 49 versus Philly, 47 versus Boston, 33 versus Cleveland, 42 versus Oklahoma City, 53 against Denver, 38 against Houston, 32 against Washington, 41 against Milwaukee, 37 against Atlanta, and then we had last night. Yeah. So hey, and he scored 49. <laughs> and I think they've won. They've won, and they've won six of those ten get six ten of those games. So it, it's it's lovely. Right. It's all great, man. So I think, and if we're getting on stats, I mean, the statistics around this run are just absolutely crazy. So going in last night with forty nine points, first player in NBA history, age thirty three or older, with eleven straight thirty plus games. That was a Kobe record. Yeah, finished with forty nine tonight in a win versus seventy sixers. It was his fifth 40th 40 point game in April. Passes Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant for most 40-point games in a month by a player age 33 or older. Boom, breaking more records, right? This is great. Last five games, 49 points, 10 threes. 47 points, 11 threes. 33 points, 4 threes. 42 points, 11 threes. 53 points, 10 threes. Cooking, hooping, doing my thing, not forcing shit. Steph Curry has six games with 10-plus threes this season. No other player has more than five in their career. Yo, see, repeat that. <laughs> this is crazy. Repeat, repeat that for yes. the people. Yes. Steph Curry has six games with 10 plus threes this season. No other player has more than five in their career. He has four in April. Four out of his last five. Four of his last five. And we're talking He's about ca- careers. Careers. Clay is second most ever with five. Steph Curry's updated April stats 40.7 points per game. Let me put on, that up on the screen. I got yep. you right here. Go ahead. On 55, 50, 91 splits in 10 games. He's 72 of 143 from three. So this isn't like Russell Westbrook going out there and saying, hey, I'm going to go eight for 32. Like he is shooting 55% from the field, 50% from three. And oh, if you follow him, he's converting 91% of those. So he's shooting better than he normally does, right? So he's just hot. He's just hot. The hoop is probably huge. But you know what? There's no there's no pressure. There's no external factors, man. It's just uh, – he's just in the gym. There could yeah, be he, nobody there. There could be somebody uh, there. It doesn't matter. He's just in the gym. You're watching if, – if everybody could be so lucky, most dudes in the league are probably like, man, yo, it's great to chase rings and all that. I'd love to have a year like that where I can just go out there and do my fucking thing. You know right. what I mean? And just unwind. I think that if you were to watch him at the crib, I'm telling you, he's he's kicking it. He's sipping something from Napa Valley, and it's all lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, 46, 46 threes in, five, in a five-game stretch is insane. He, he leads the league in 72 for 143 in 10 games. 72 shooting, for 143. He's shooting, he's shooting basically half a clay. He's shooting 50% from three. He's shooting 50%. 72 for 143 in over 10 games. 72 threes on its own. I don't care if he took – 900 threes hitting 72 of them over 10 games is amazing. He's taking 143 of them. So man, he's just he's just cooking and I'm telling you it's it's pressure free. 
He loves it. He's so happy right now. I saw something. Uh, there was a stat. I think it might have been even Nick Wright put it out that something about in April or pretty much the stretch that Curry's on, he had more threes or right around the same amount of threes that Larry Bird had from like 84 to 87. Yeah, in April yeah, he was, has more than Larry had in four years. Yeah, it was so yeah. crazy stat. Yeah. So – yeah, man. Shout out, uh, shout out, Steph Curry. He's out there doing it. I really wish Clay was out and around to help. Definitely, just to see where they could kind of take it, and you know, just another team in the West <laughs> to, to add in the mix. It'd be a lot of fun, but I also got no tears for the Warriors. You know, what I mean, like I got no tears for them. I'm, I'm, I think I'm actually enjoying watching this, man. Like I, I really think, like, yeah. I mean, it would be cool to see Clay. I more like I want to see Clay. Like I think the situation with Clay sucks. Cause you know he wants to be out there, but look, hey, you see Clay out there, man. He's supporting his guy. He's at almost every game. Like those boys will be back next year. Wiseman will be back next year, and they'll be back competing for titles. But for yeah. now, for now, let's just enjoy what we're seeing, man. Because you might never see it again. You will yeah. never see it again. And if you realize, Steph is now leading the league in scoring. Yep. I wonder what he was at the end at the start of the month, but I know it wasn't. And he, and he plays Bill tomorrow. He would have had to go ballistic like this to to, to take the scoring lead. So that's yeah. yeah. Man. And he plays he, Brad Bill tomorrow. So that's a, a duel of the league's top two scores. So um, man, I love it. I'm 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 Warriors are a must see TV if they weren't already for sure. What are your thoughts on uh, the MV the, the the little bit of MV, MVP spattering? Like yo, look. I hate that. I hate that this is coming up. Because yeah, just it, leave it. it. Don't do that. It makes someone like me who doesn't believe that he should be the league MVP look like I'm Hayden and I'm not at all. Right. Like, I think you said it great last week when we were talking about Chris Paul and you were like, you know, that that one guy that they invite to the Heisman is like the fifth guy. Yeah. I see more of Steph Curry in that conversation than Chris Paul. Chris Paul to me should be invited to the fucking main table uh, at this point because right. they went into Milwaukee last night and handled business. And you just that, don't. You don't. Oh, we talked about this last <laughs> week. Bro. In the Milwaukee in April and handled business. No, like this is and that's handled and this, business. And this is very new to them too. Yeah, this is not something. New. This is the team that go on the roads and kick people's asses and drop 137 on Milwaukee. Giannis had 40 or 38, and they still still lost. So I mean, like, yeah, that's why I think like the Chris Paul thing. Like, we can go for hours. You give us two hours, I can tell you about why I think Chris Paul is, is right. really creeping up with the number two MVP spot. It has to go to Joker. But number two is Chris Paul. But that's neither here nor there. For Steph Curry, like, yeah, he's that guy that I think you invite is, like, that last dude. But I just – it's hard for me to take a team that's 500 and have their guy be the MVP regardless of the numbers. But I don't I, – it's as pro Steph Curry as I can make that sound because it's nothing against Steph Curry. It's all on his team. The fact that they are 500 is, is a testament to him, and he's absolutely extremely valuable to that team. If they make it to the playoffs and make some noise – I guarantee you nobody wants to play them, obviously. Um, but to me, like, I can't put him in the MVP. It's almost like the Westbrook thing. Like, yo, Westbrook averaged a triple-double, but they were a sixth seed. So you have a lot of people who are like, eh, you know, like, it's it's not, it's not, yeah. You talking about the first run, though? The first triple-double. Yeah, you got to give it to him. Yeah, it, statistically, it, it, just, was a, it was just such a – Just because it was, it was so abnormal. It, it just never been done. only happened once, yeah. Like, yeah. Oscar Robertson, right? So, like – but I think the Steph thing, like, absolutely invite him to the conversation, bring him the thing. But don't, don't put me at Steph Curry on the MV is the MVP of the league at this point. Now, if they make a run and they win like ten straight 
and these boys were in like the fifth seed, fourth seed. Fourth seed. Let's start talking. But um, I think they're going to finish around five hundred. It's a five hundred ball club, um, and that's fine. But let's let's just let's just enjoy this, man. Enjoy we don't have to life. create division. Yeah. Where are you on it with 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 him and the MVP? Yeah, I think uh, he's in the conversation, but I think you could be in the conversation and not win. Yeah, and I and, and like it or not, bro. I I am also in the in the camp of it's just not gonna happen just because he has he's already has to. It's 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 that same conversation with Jordan with LeBron. Like, yo, I you see. could you could you could give this motherfucker to LeBron every rip, right? But no, Le- LeBron doesn't get the same amount of 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 media sentiment and and positive stuff. People love Steph Curry. I think he I think that's why he's in the conversation. Because people would give him a third MVP. Because people love him. He's so likable to the media. Yeah. LeBron, it's different, man. LeBron hasn't won that those all those MVPs, but he should be getting them. Because for whatever reason, and we talk about it, we don't do it here on the No Catch Up podcast, but for some reason, people try to find something wrong with LeBron. But to your point, you could 1,000% give LeBron James the MVP every year he's been in the fucking league, and yeah. nobody would blink an eye. Because it's true. He's the most valuable player in the NBA. Yeah. Um, but I, I I disagree with that. I think Steph could get the third one because I think that the media loves Steph, loves it, loves him. If they didn't love him, they'd be it. They'd be like, well, the team's only five hundred. You'd be hearing a lot of that. I'm telling yeah. you, you know what it sounds like when they don't love you. It's really hard for the the team is only five hundred conversation. I'm kind of wishy washy on it, right? Like, obviously, you want to go get W's, but in team sports, so much goes into getting wins. And yeah. like, what more do you want this guy to do? Like, yeah, like, no, you know what I mean? Like, so it's that's why we shouldn't tough. have this conversation because it makes it right. sound like you're devaluing whatever he's doing, and I just don't want to do that. So, like, I don't think he's the league MVP. I think he should get a seat at the table, um, but I don't think he should be like seriously thought of as the winner, right? I think it's Jokic, and then yo, know, I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm really close to putting Chris Paul as a second in the league MVP candidate. And then we can have that conversation another time. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. yeah, I think Chris Paul is fucking phenomenal. I, I, I I've been asleep apparently on like how good this. Like I guess you really saw it last year in Oklahoma City because that team had absolutely zero business getting to the playoffs. That team was shit. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, that team was shit. And, and he was a throwaway over there. They just sent him over there with salary filler, right? And he's like, right. no, I'm. A, we're gonna win fucking ball games. I don't. I don't fuck around. And then right. now you put him around some talent. Like, if you watch eight exactly. last... Yo, that's actually exactly what's happened. Look, so you dunk Chris Paul with absolutely nobody, and they go to, essentially, a rookie, and, uh... No, well, Gilgis Alexander was. Like, second, second or third year. year. Yeah, yeah, but he was, he was... He's just a good player, yeah. He's a good player, right? So they, they, they stick you with SGA, <laughs> Lou Dort, who, a.k.a. is Lil Gary Payton. Hard. But who Sun was... Sun Devil. Sun Devil. Yeah, who <laughs> is... But, but, like, who was a nobody, right? Like, yeah, for but sure. But he, he, he played... Right. And then nobody. They make the playoffs. If you drop CP3 off with some talent, they're two in the West. Yeah. And maybe and and quite possibly they could be you could talk about them as the best team in the West. Yeah. I, so, I mean they went to I mean? Milwaukee and handled business against yeah, I mean, for sure. And that's all Chris Paul. Like watch them play. Watch guys like Aiden and the confidence, even defensively, offensively. If you watch Chris Paul, he's communicating, he's he's orchestrating. You want to commute? They're the best defensive team in the NBA, or second best to the Knicks. Like, well, what does that tell you? That's Chris Paul coming in there 
and injecting basketball intelligence into the situation. You watch fourth quarters. You watch the last five minutes of the game. How do you handle this? Do we foul in this situation? He's telling you what to do. You just go out there and do it. So you got talented guys like Book, like Aiden, like Bridges, right, who are there. Then you got smart veterans like your boy Crowder, right, like guys like that. Those You bring those guys together, man, I'm telling you, Chris Paul, you really got to look at an MVP. It's beyond the numbers. It's beyond the numbers. Like a match, So imagine what you're getting outside the court, in the film room, in practice, on the plane, the wisdom that he's given a book. Like, hey, man, you got so much fucking talent. You yes, should be sir. killing folks every night, and we should be winning ballgames. So, yeah. Shout yeah. out Steph Curry, man. I don't want to take anything away from Steph Curry. The chef is cooking. If I have my Boyard D hat, you know what I mean? I wear <laughs> it, but yeah. Yeah, shout out Cody in the comments. He said, what about co-MVPs? What's the last co-MVP we got? We had Tim Duncan and uh... – man, that was a long time ago. Wasn't that a co-MVP? Did he win a co-MVP? I know there was a co-Heisman when Desmond Howard am, won it. Am I am – I, no, Desmond no, Charles Howard won Woodson, that Charles, Charles yeah. Woodson, Charles Woodson, right? No, he won that straight out too. I know there's co-MVPs when McNair won the NFL MVP. It was McNair and – Maybe I'm tweaking on. Oh, the, McNair might have been coat real rest in peace, Aaron McNair. Yo, Aaron, um, yeah, Aaron McNair's <laughs> definitely was a co MVP. Yeah, that's whack. Uh, no, no, there hasn't I been think, any NBA co MVP. I thought Tim Duncan won a co MVP with somebody else. And Allen well, Iverson, well, maybe yeah, we'll check that out. No, yeah, Allen Iverson. Nah. Won he wants to talk about taking guys to the playoffs that had no business. and had zero business. I might, I might be blacked out like CP. That's actually but. that might be a good year because you can give it to a bead for like the dominance, and then you give it to Chris Paul for the. I don't know, man. Just got Joker just going ballistic. Yoke, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Joker. I mean, Joker should be number one. I mean, that's yeah. Not a, I, that's why. Yeah, Joker. Look that up. See if there's been a co NBA MVP. I might be tweaking. I, I don't see. Remember. I don't see anything about it. Any maybe I was. Maybe I was just jamming Aaron McNair's co MVP in the NFL into the NBA. But who did he co MVP with? I want to say was it was Kurt Warner. I don't know. Look that up too. Shout out yeah. Aaron McNair, man. Well, rest in peace, man. I want to say off the top of my head. I want to say like. Kurt Warner might sound right. Manning, Manning, and McNair. Manning, right? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Yep. We got so, Manning. <laughs> <laughs> most the, the the regular season most, most overrated killer. most overrated player in the world. Yeah, I, I, we. That's a. I, I actually really believe that. Um, Meanwhile, I'm over here still going to Super Bowls. Yeah. So look at that. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but let's talk about. Real quick, let's talk about Steph's legacy real quick. Mm-hmm. Best point guard of all time is Chatter. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I, I have a really big issue with this with the point guard talk. Because I just have this I have this love for like a pure like an actual point guard and not your number one scoring guy that's called a point guard because he has the rock the most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, someone said it on NBA radio this morning. They were like, Steph Curry and Magic Johnson don't play the same position. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like Steph Curry and Chris Paul don't play the same position. Steph Curry and John Stockton don't play the same position. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a different it's – a, it's different, right? So yeah. – but, hey, that's the new age. Maybe maybe that's old That's I, old I, hey, thinking. If you, t- if you told me tomorrow my point guard is Steph Curry, I'm not gonna, you're not going to hear anything from me about yeah. it. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I think it's all, but it's almost you like, play yo, make, but yeah, it's, it's but different. it's almost just like, give me, just call me a guard. Yeah. I'm, I'm a guard. guard. He's a guard. a guard. Yeah. I like, li- I, I like guard forward. You know what I mean? Big. Guard forward, big. Let's get rid of all this other stuff. Your guard, your forward, your big. Yes, exactly. Give me the, yeah. give me the all NBA shit. Like, 
Because, like, the way I look at it, like, if I look at Giannis, what position does Giannis actually play? Yeah, he's a forward. He, he's a forward, but he handles the ball for them. He sometimes plays center. It's like, yeah, he's a three, I guess, four, yeah. five. Right. That's what I'm one. saying, man. You know it's what I mean? Like, like, it depends on the possession, right? It's so, like, interesting yeah. because it's like every part of the NBA has kind of evolved and moved on, except we still, like, slot these positions yeah. just because you kind of have to, I guess, because there's five slots on the floor. But, man, hey, he's a guard. Yeah. James Harden is a guard. Kevin Durant is a forward. Anthony Davis is a point guard. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Hey, okay. no, Draymond Green, point yo, guard. Like, yeah. yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Jokic, like, Jokic, point yo, center. Jokic, Jokic is, you can't give him a position. Kobe White, none of the above. Like, so, <laughs> so just like, stop with like the, yeah. the, I think that's where I get a little like. It's too much. Pissed, pissed off is not the word. But it's yeah. like, he's not a point guard. He's a two. It's like, this guy's a guard. Look, not all point guards are facilitators like that. That's fine. I but mean, the, who was a Bulls point guard during the run? We didn't have, like, a point guard that you would look at and be like, oh, yeah, that guy's like your traditional, you know, set it up type guy. Like, I mean, you had yeah. you had different guys that kind of run out. That whole offense was based on not really having a fucking point guard. Phil Jackson never had a point guard. Derek Fisher was a specialist. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like it it is. It's overrated, man. Now, what you can't do, though, and this is a whole nother conversation, is try to force someone into that role of being the lead ball ball handler. Well, like what what the Bulls are trying to do is Zach Levine, for instance. Yeah, You can't just be like, yeah, hey, you go play our version of fourth quarter point guard because it goes wrong. So I think, Steph, you can absolutely give him the ball. I mean, in the fourth right. quarter, he can run the show for you. So, like, let's let's not say, oh, he can't run pointer. He's not. No, a good, that's not what like, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, but like he can do that. Like, whereas, like, Levine, certain guys, you know, other guys that you can't put into that role. But you also can't tell Chris Paul to go out and hit 12 threes. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. It's yeah. actually interesting because then, but per per that snippet you just said, then he is a point guard because he can't handle the rock. Coming yeah. down at the end of the game, I right? can serve there. I can serve a point guard. He's just yeah. not like your tradition. He's not like the the. He's not looking to facilitate like that. He's right. looking to score. But right. I mean, he's still going to get you his dimes. He's an excellent ball handler. You know what I mean? So yeah. And it's interesting because I think this is actually a really interesting conversation because then guys like that who get assists, it's so much easier for them to facilitate because. Their scoring ability garners so much attention. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's nothing for James to get assists because <laughs> he's literally throwing water to pass. Yeah. 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 Get the ball out of his hands because, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's either sure. dumping it, he's throwing lobs, or he's kicking it to guys that are wide open. You know what I'm saying? It's almost for guys like, say, John Stockton or whoever else, or pass first guys, Rondo. It's so much more impressive when they get nine dimes because, like, everyone knows they're going to orchestrate the offense and dish it, and they're dishing it and still running the offense, and they're still, uh, like, playmaking for buckets. Yeah, but I guess, like, with Rondo, though, Rondo could spend 42 minutes not looking for a shot, right? So, I mean, he, if, if, if all you're doing is sitting around no, but that's what I'm saying. looking to pass, um, it might be – it might actually be easier. Who knows? Those are different. It's a, it's yeah, a it's different, different skill different set, man. Yeah. It's all about who you have around you. I mean, you. I don't want to say Steph couldn't work on any team because I think at this point, yes. But, you know, like it, it, he was in a great situation 
for him to develop as a playmaker because of how that team was structured, right? So he, yeah, I, I think he could do anything. Well, anywhere just, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, to get because, to this level, though, it was a great situation for him to be involved in. I would say. Yeah, absolutely. At this point, a, like you could drop him on fucking the Bulls. I mean, not the anybody there. Yeah. The Bulls shit, for sure. The, the Magic, Orlando. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's gonna yeah. make it happen. So let me ask you this, though. Okay, who's the worst team in the NBA? The Magic. Okay. Would the Magic be better with Steph Curry or Chris Paul? Hmm. Uh, Steph Curry because they have nobody over there and they could use a lot of scoring. I, I, I mean, but that's actually a good question. Like, yeah, who do yeah, the Thunder have? <laughs> like, yeah, like maybe Chris Paul brings out a bunch of a bunch out of Wendell and Terrence Ross and. He'll bring something out of window. Gary right? Harris. He's not, he's not going for right? that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's Terrence Ross is question. ready. That's yeah. actually a really good question. I think that's yeah, and like it's not now. It's, this is now okay. Now, if you flipped Steph for Chris Paul in Phoenix, they're not as good. They're not as good. They're not as good. They're not. They're not as good. Now, if you flipped Chris Paul and sent him to Golden State, they're not as good either. So it's it's situational. Not as good. Yeah, it is situational for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, if you put, if you put, I think the putting stuff in Phoenix for sure, like it would be like, hey, it'd be fun. They'd be a hell of a lot of fun. They'd score a lot of points, but some of the things that I just highlighted, like you know, especially on the defensive end, yeah, he's not bringing that. Which is again, it's not a knock. I feel like I got to keep saying it's not a knock on stuff. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting conversation. That's what I'm saying. So when you talk about point guards, like yo, right. beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know what I'm saying? What do you need? Like it, it, it's what you need at that particular point in time. What you like whatever your cup of tea is. But yeah, I think you're right by saying like, let's do away with this, trying to put it in a box of a certain position because you did that with centers all the time. Like Tim Duncan, he's a power forward. He's a center. Who yeah. fucking cares? He's a multi-time yeah. champion and yeah. he busts your ass. So like, yes. <laughs> and he's a major issue. Yeah. <laughs> it's a major issue. Like no, right. they're not sitting around in meeting rooms. Phil Jackson wasn't like, Hey, is Tim playing center or power forward? He's like, is Tim playing? Okay. Let's, tr- let's try to figure out how to stop him. So. Cool. No, I like it. I like I'd like it. to see in the comments people tell us that Chris Paul or Steph Curry uh, answer how you guys feel about that because I, I would like to know. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's an interesting comparison just to throw them on different teams and kind of see where they land. Anything else in the NBA you want to talk about, East or West side? No, just a great day last night. And I think, man, the games are, the games are getting great. I'm I'm getting fired up for the playoffs. I'm getting fired up to see how everything's going to shake out. Um, LeBron East doesn't. Yes. Philly wins the East. Philly wins the East. Philly wins the East. Boston is sus still. Um, Man, I, I really need to see this bro- this Brooklyn playoff mode squad. I cannot yo, wait to see this. People are still telling me, like, yeah, no, it's going to be fine. I'm like, didn't KD go down two nights ago again? Man, I can't wait to see this. Currently, Philly, uh, Brooklyn would have to play Miami. That would be interesting. That's Apparently, Tyler, Tyler Hero. Is what? Um, too much fun. Uh, something's going on over there, and With he's him a big, no, just him. Period. He's not playing very well. Oh, so he's not playing well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thought not. you guys. I thought you heard some chatter. I'm like, wait, wait, uh, wait. No, are no, you no, breaking no. something? Yeah. <laughs> is he, is no. he at the Clevelander too much? <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. But yeah. just he hasn't been playing that well. Duncan Robinson hasn't taken that next step. Jimmy is kind of, you know, doing what he's got to do. They should have traded Robinson. And Yo, they sh- can you they imagine, Jan, 
Oh my God. Yeah. And if you can keep him inside the house, yeah. Apparently that was a real possibility, but they didn't want to give up a couple of people. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, Philly I mean, went, Yeah. But. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, hey, no, maybe think, maybe this is the year Milwaukee's like, we yo, we don't want to win the East. Let's just get, let's get to the playoffs and then we'll start cracking heads. Yeah, man. Bottle, like, bottle drop we, those great playoff game plans that he's known for. <laughs> but hey, that's that's uh it's possible, right? Because yeah. Giannis, go right. <laughs> I man, I can't wait for the West too. So yeah, like, I think this is this is the great thing about this series. There really is no there's no answer to the who is the team because the Lakers have been down now for what a month. I know does AD come back tonight tomorrow? AD comes back uh, this week, right? This week, yeah. They yeah, see. so they need to get those boys back and just have them just get into shape. Um, you know, it's never going to be a problem with LeBron. But just get those guys back into into playoff shape, and if they go into the playoffs healthy, and you keep those guys for <clears throat> all series, um, they're still the favorite, right? But I think when you look out the rest of the West, um, when you look at the East, it's wide open. This is what we wanted, and then you got the play in, the excitement of the play in game. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'll watch them play on games. Why no, not? Let's go. <laughs> the play in is gonna be rocking. Yeah, could you imagine the West? Yo, the West is Dallas, Memphis, Golden State, San Antonio currently. That's yeah, crazy. Like, come on, man. Sign me up for that. And then on the East, it's not as competitive, but it's still Miami. You get LaMelo back and Charlotte, Indiana. Back. And then Gordon the, Bulls, back. the yeah. Bulls are the 10 right now. So yeah. that gives us some, some, some things to watch that, as that, well. That but. West thing is crazy. There's a lot of different things that happen in the West. I know the Spurs suck, but Greg Popovich game planning for one game, hey, it's one of the best coaches ever in NBA history, right? You got the Warriors. You want to see Steph Curry in a, in a one-game situation? No. Memphis, you want to see Ja? Come on. Ja got held out the playoffs last year. Dallas, are they coming along? Um, you know what's see. funny, bro? The funniest shit I've seen in this whole Steph thing is I saw a still picture uh, when he was playing Boston, and they they were literally trapping him a step over half court. Yeah. It's just like he's, he's liable to pull up anywhere he's, over he's that line. Just, that's how locked he is. They're picking him up in a trap two steps over half. And I you can't be- you can't guard him because you can't stop him from creating the little bit of space that he needs unless you literally like bear hug him. You know unless what I mean? Like he only, he only needs that much. So it's like, yo, no matter how tight we play him, he's gonna naturally get that separation. They play Washington. Yeah. His next game is they play Washington uh, tomorrow. That'll scoring be title game. Scoring, scoring title game. Yeah, <laughs> scoring title game. If I'm Brad Beal, I'm just going for buckets. But they've, they've made a little run here. They've made a yeah, little they've run. Been they've been playing better. They, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've been playing a lot better. Meanwhile, the Bulls are over here playing against trash teams. And, yeah, I don't even I, – I, yeah. I'm so, not you know, mad. I don't want to be mad about anything with the Bulls. It's just it's been hard to watch the last couple weeks. It has been. Yeah, like it, has been. Watch. it has been just because the move was to win now. Yeah. And that's not has not been happening. So still feel good though. We'll see. We'll, you know, we've yeah. got a whole offseason coming up. I agree. I agree. All right. Let's move over to uh shout out Steph Curry, man. That boy cooking. Make sure you watch it. Must see TV. Anytime that boy on the floor right now is must see TV. Make sure you have it on. Make sure you tuned in. You're not fucking around. You watching it and, and enjoying it because these stretches, like the stretch that Kobe had, what, 15 years ago now, twenty like 26, 2006? Yeah. 
like these stretches, he had that stretch. And Kobe played, obviously, won multiple titles after that. But he never had a stretch like that again. Yeah. And Steph probably won't have another stretch like this. I mean, look at the I mean, shooting numbers. Yeah, yeah, look at the numbers, right? So, like, yeah. enjoy this while it's happening. Sit back, relax, catch that. Yep. All right, let's let's uh, let's move over to uh, this Super League talk. Hmm. And it's actually a really interesting situation um, for those who aren't aware. And can I say something real quick on this? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Sean is a, is a soccer guy. Yeah. I'm not. I'm assuming our listeners are probably 50-50. So part of the reason I did want to hit on this is a lot of people who have no idea what's going on. I know I've hit you a couple times. No, and I'm gonna and breakdown. I'm gonna yeah, and, so. and I'm gonna and then we could talk about it in like an NFL NBA ass uh-huh. type of thing. Yep. Um so essentially European Super League, all the biggest soccer clubs in Europe outside of Bayern Munich, uh Paris Saint Germain, PSG, where like Neymar plays. And there was no German squads, and PSG did not sign up. But it was there was, I mean, Manchester United, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Inter Milan, um, Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. So all the big, 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 big clubs in Europe signed up for the Super League. They were essentially going to break off, have their own league, make their own money, get their own TV rights, and they weren't going to. No trickle-down economics. We're taking all the bread. Forget about these little squads. Um, For example, like a Sheffield United or something like that in the English Premier League. Just the small small squads were not – y'all aren't going to eat off our our, – we're pulling – y'all not pulling any weight. We're out of here. Right. So it actually fell through. Teams started withdrawing today. The European Super League – idea has now fallen apart fans were mad about it for the most part saying that you know we don't agree this is this this shouldn't be as business as you guys are making it and i actually found a really interesting video i'm an arsenal fan this guy troops is from london an arsenal fan he's now over on barstool he does all the arsenal stuff but listen to what he had to say i thought this was interesting arsenal have an american owner Man United have an American owner. Liverpool have an American owner. Chelsea have a Russian owner, but they are run by Bruce Buck, who is a fucking American as well, blood. Genius. The only, the, you have fucking Joe Lewis, who runs Tottenham. He's a fucking American. Not only is a Tottenham owner, makes him a prick. He's a fucking American as well, blood. You understand? So when you look at the whole, the whole just of it, and then you see who's on the board, Joe Glazer, fucking American, blood. You understand? It's you, man, blood. You might have tried to come over here and ruin our thing and turn our thing into your dead thing. You understand? We're not having none of that blood. But it's yeah? called We're not having none of that. Super. NBA, NBA is a business. NFL is a business. Football is a sport. Yeah. <laughs> what about? A what a rant. So, I thought you, you're muted up, Nick. But I thought that was interesting. It was yes. like, cause essentially too. And just to give you a little background on this as well, a lot of these European soccer teams, you could get tickets for pretty cheap. It's not about like making money. It's about like the support of the club and the fans and all that, right? You can get, for example, the team I support is Arsenal. They're they're ba- they're North London based, and they had the highest season tickets in the in the Premier League 
at like 60 pounds a game. And people were like losing their mind that it was that expensive, right? You guys know in the States, come on, man. If you want to get season tickets, face value for some of these tickets to go to Soldier Field, lower bowl at $250, $300 a game. No question, right? So I thought it was interesting that troops brought up the American that have now infiltrated European soccer and own some of these big clubs are now trying to run it like we do over in America where they 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 make a lot more money. What do you think? So, yeah, a couple things on that. Um, I, I didn't know. I knew the Glazers, and we talked about that earlier today. I knew the Glazers owned Manchester United. I didn't realize there were that many other American owners right. overseas. I just thought it was just the Glazers. I remember that that was a huge deal when they bought the team because a lot of Manchester United fans were not, not too pleased about that um, because of American owner. Couple things on what he said. Uh, I get where he's going with it because I think it's more of like the American greed that he might be pointing at. But yeah. to sit up here and act like soccer is not a business when FIFA is fucking of course one of the most, a business. One yeah. of the most corrupt organ. Like watch FIFA. Look up Set Bladder. Um, look up the World Cup and what you have to go through to get that and the accommodations and how they just come in and rake these World Cup uh, hosts over the coals essentially. So just look up Brazil, anything you want to, right? The stadiums in the middle of the jungle that they never used again and all types of stuff. FIFA, soccer is 1,000% of business. It's huge businesses. These are some of the highest paid athletes in the world. That money doesn't come from just from pure love. It comes from being involved. In <laughs> you, said right? the love, you said the money the, don't come the, from love? The jerseys are walking. You don't have a team name. To, you don't have a team name on a jersey. You have Rakuten. All right, you have fucking right. Jeep. You have whatever it might be, right? You're, you're literally walking sponsorships like a NASCAR. Um, so with that being said, I get where he's going from as far as the Americans are coming in and fucking with the tradition and that's what he doesn't like. And I understand that completely. So I just don't like when he's like, it's not a business, it's a sport. The NBA is, a, you know, like they're all fucking business. They're all businesses. Yeah. If, you, if they trust me, uh, soccer does not operate at a loss. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I, that was that was it just on what he said, right? You're asking me about what he said. So yeah, I, he really caught me off guard when I caught that last part of it when he when he tried to say that. <laughs> he he was, I think, more of what yeah, I think you got it dead on. He knows soccer's a business, but he's saying there's a lot more heart left in it than what's in the NBA and the NFL. Sure. Like, NFL is a business business for real. You could probably equate it closer to like baseball, right? Where it's like the fans really it's not as I don't know. Yeah. I get what he's saying, man. The NFL is the worst. If you compare it, the NFL is 1,000% business. There's there's no no sport left. It is business. So yeah. that I get where he's saying, like, yo, I don't want this to come over and be like the NFL um, because then the fans just truly don't matter. And I, from my sense is that the fans in soccer, they do matter, right? The, they support the clubs, and that's that that's important to the clubs themselves because they're these historical institutions. Um, so I don't understand why the fans would be up in arms about this. Um yeah. What are your thoughts on a Super League? So, for example, what we wanted to get into here was what if the NFL is – I don't think you could – the NFL is null and void here purely off the fact that the parity's there and the cap is so tough and yeah. it's – anybody can win the Super Bowl. Anybody can be really competitive. Anybody can get in the playoffs and make some real noise. For sure. Flipping off a couple players, flipping off. You could have five wins and next thing you know have 11. For sure. Tampa Bay. Yeah. So the NFL is a little different, but I think the the biggest example, what we came across was like college ball. If 
Alabama, Clemson, Auburn, Florida, USC, the big, big, big dogs that are always in Ohio State, that are all Michigan, that are always where there's like true haves versus have nots. Exactly. If they dipped from the NCAA and kind of started doing their own thing and had their own league, um, that would be like the comparison. What do you think about the thoughts of a Super League? Because I think the biggest thing for the fans was like, yo, there's still big-time fans that love the smaller clubs that, you know, it's it's cool when Manchester United has to go to a little town and, yeah. and, and play these these professional matches. Yeah. They don't always win, but they do most of the time. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and like you said, it's fun. It brings excitement. It's tradition. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily agree. I. I mean, look, man, this is like one of those things where, like, the, the capitalist in me is like, oh yeah, for sure. I don't. I'm. Do what you got to do. Business, do what you got to do. It's, it's, right. it's kill or be killed, right? And like, right. I, I, and like I, I, I struggle with this a lot of like some certain social shit, right? Right. Um. At the same time, it's like, no, that's not cool, man. Like. I think it's cool how they have the league set up. And like you said, you ha- I, don't, I don't watch the game, but even just talking to you earlier today, and you're like, yo, Manchester United going into some small town in the middle of nowhere in England and playing against some other team. And like the excitement that brings, the tradition that it brings, the chance that if that team beats Manchester United and they're super high payroll and they're big flashy this and that, that that town is cracking that night, right? And the biggest yeah. comparison is college, right? If, I don't know, whoever it is, Vanderbilt beats Alabama, Alabama in the SEC game, yo, it's cracking in Nashville, right? Like it, yeah. it's lit on that campus. They're doing, they're having a great time. So like that stuff matters, man. Like I think when you start making it all about money, you do have an NFL type situation where it's like you just yo, lose the we don't even yeah we don't even hide the fact that it's about money. There have been yeah. times like you have people who actively don't watch the NFL because of the NFL, right? Yeah. Like think about that. Like so you don't want that to become the situation with soccer. Right, as bad as FIFA is, again, I'm not gonna, I'm, I can't stress FIFA is awful. But um, at the same time, you don't want it to become like that. You don't want it to become just about profits and these awful people running these these clubs and just really sucking the life out of these fans and tripling the cost of tickets because that's what would happen, right? If you got the owner of the Bucks owns a man and he's saying, hey, in Tampa, I can charge two fifty for you to walk into the building, another fifty for you to park, but here I am with this Manchester United thing. And I can't even charge $50. And this is the most popular sports club in the world outside the United States. Yeah. You know, so it's you don't want it to become like that. So I I, I do think that you should keep the traditional structure. Um, I would not want college to be LSU, Alabama. I would want it to become the SEC plus the, the, the four other teams that matter in college football. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, I wouldn't want it to be like that, man. So I, I think it's a good thing that they back down. But, like, I had asked you earlier, was this just a flex? just to like for them to ultimately be like, hey, later on down the line, we're going to want our way or revenue sharing needs to be looked at. I don't know. Um, but I think that's I probably both the sides. conversation that needs to happen. That's like what that. I'm saying. Yeah, like that. Yeah, we can leave. We almost did in 2021. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. need to we need to figure something out. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's two sides to it, man. The business part of me is like, yeah, fuck it. Go. Go make your money. You have the right. It's your it's your business. The other side is like, nah, man, tradition matters and and like some purity in sport matters. And then what happens when everybody's trying to spend their whole time just trying well, to This is the thing, week? right? Like, what like, about yeah. well, what about the thing that makes the NFL crazy is just like what we said. Anybody could win, right? The uh 
the NBA can get lopsided when certain superstars go to certain spots. Fair. Okay, right? But, for example, there's some of these teams um, outside of Juventus and maybe Inter Milan and AC Milan. I don't think anybody else has won the Italian league in 30 years. Yeah, like that's crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. and, and another example, like the Premier League's a little different because it's, it's the Italian league is Serie A, right? Yes, yeah, Serie A, yeah. It's and then, but like a, for yeah. example, like the French league, PSG wins the French league every year. It's not even a discussion. That's just it is what it is. Like, look, look up some of these. Like, <laughs> yeah, look I'm, looking, I'm, I'm trying to look up. I'm trying to look up the go look yeah, up like Serie A champion history. This is insane. It's, it's Juventus. Juventus, uh, they've, Juventus. They've won Juventus. every year since 2011, 2012. Prior to that. AC Milan or Inter Milan had won every year. It's pretty much switches between Inter Milan, AC Milan, and Juventus. What's the right. other league? What's uh, the one that a PSG so for, French league? So yeah, the French league. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Fre- the PSG has won the French league. It's probably worth. It's probably 15 years in a row. Do you uh, know what I'm saying? So like yeah. that's where it gets kind of. I see both sides of it. It's like this league literally would wouldn't even exist. It would exist, but it wouldn't. It's like the football quality isn't there because they're the other teams aren't very good. There's, there's, there's. That's not the case with the EPL, though, right? I mean, isn't there some parity in the Premier League? No, there's some parity in the Premier League. You got like Real Madrid. The EPL is the best league. In but the you world. have, but I'm saying, but you also have a higher concentration of talent in the Premier League, right? You have more talent, or I guess more yeah. talent spread across, right? Yeah. It's like the best players are, or a lot of the best players are playing there, so you have more chance for competition. Whereas in PSG's league. Um, there's probably not nearly about, as much talent. Put, put it and like I'm looking this. at it. PSG's won every year since 2012. Monaco randomly won in 2016. Okay, yeah. But so they look. beat they beat PSG. So look, the difference here is one of the like if you're a top, say you're a top five player in the world. Yep. There's multiple teams you could go to in the Premier League. If you're going to go to the French League, you're going to one team. PSG. PSG. If you're going to if you want to go play in Italy, you're nine times out of ten, you're gonna go play at you're gonna to go to Juventus. It's just what it is. If you're going to Germany, you are by far, bar none, going to go play for Bayern Munich. Like that's just what it is. Is there another good team in Germany? Uh Dortmund is another really good team. Okay. Um they Dortmund or Dortmund or Bayern Munich have won the Bundesliga. I'm same pulling, type of pull, I'm pulling them up right now. Yeah, same same type of situation, right? So that's where it gets interesting because it's like these other teams in these leagues are absolutely zero competition. Oh my god, Bayern Munich wins it every year. They yeah. won it every year since 2012. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's that's where it gets kind of interesting. Where it's like, yo, we win any we win everything anyway. Let's just start playing each other in the same league, making our own money and printing our own money. Because we do that, we have the best support. We have everybody that loves us anyway. But that's kind of, that, That's why you have competitions like the Champions League where the top team from the top leagues play in a tournament. And then that's essentially the most prestigious European trophy, the Champions League, right? Yep. So it's an, interesting, it's an interesting thing. I don't know if it would work over here. But I think it, if they actually got it to go and run off the ground, the Super League would work. People would watch because they'd have no choice. And that's what it is. And then people would forget. and. That's yeah, it. for sure. People are gonna watch it. Yeah. People hated the college football playoff. They're like, oh, this, this I don't. They're watch that. People, if they, it doesn't matter. People enjoy the sport. They're gonna watch it. 
Yeah, yeah they're gonna watch. Who is Lewandowski on Bayern Munich? This dude wins the, wins the wins the scoring the, the title every year. Is he called? Yeah, Lewandowski is called. Yeah, yeah, it's this called. Yeah, Lewandowski is called. They just won Champions League last year. Yeah, this dude is called. I'm looking him up. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, people are gonna watch. Yeah, look, even Buddy who's over here, the American, you're not gonna stop watching the sport. Right. Um, but I think like, yeah, that's interesting, man. I think there's probably a, a large segment of them that are 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 very, very wary of this American influence coming in, and obviously this doesn't do anything to help. I it. thought that was interesting. It's that like, was real hey, interesting, man. All, it's all the sudden, American teams. All of a sudden, all the, the all the American owners. Are coming over here trying to ruin all, what we got all, going. They're all on. fucking finance guys. Everything's a number. <laughs> like, well, this number doesn't look right. Yeah. You told me this thing is hot. I could be making more money. I could be making more money. Yeah, oh. that's why exactly. I was asking about like, yo, would they start doing some shit in the United States? Like, you know, we don't know what these people are capable of. Right. So, it's interesting. It's definitely mm-hmm. interesting. But it looks like it's not going to happen. So business, business as usual. Business is slowed up. So. Real quick, before we get out of here, a couple minutes, I wanted to ask you about um, where do you stand on that Trevor Lawrence tweet? Or essentially, the report was Trevor Lawrence came out and they there there was a report that you know Trevor he, Trevor Lawrence made a statement. Football is not my life is essentially the overarching theme of it. I have other things I like to do. This, that, and the third. And then he had to come out and clarify that you know obviously. Football is a huge priority in my life, and I'm gonna, you know, I want to win Super Bowls essentially. Yeah. Yada yada yada. What was your thought? What are your? Where do you stand on guys that put out in the atmosphere like I'm a football guy, but I got other shit I like to do too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things where you want you want guys to be real and authentic, right? And I think a big misconception probably most like among fans, right. Is that all these guys live, breathe, eat, sweat football. Like it's all they care about. Yo, just like a lot of people in their jobs, they do it cause they're good and it makes them money. Right. Like, yo, this person might not love the law, but they're a good fucking lawyer. This person might not care about medicine, but they're a great doctor and it gets them paid and it allows them to do other things in their life, whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. I think with football, just the expectation is that like, you're so all in, right? Like it's all you think about, you can't do anything else outside of football. And I think when you hear a guy, especially a quarterback, and you, and you said this in the group chat, like when you hear a quarterback say that, for right or wrong, it raises red flags because you it want does. your quarterback to be rah-rah, Mr. Football, Mr. Tom Brady, like this is all I do. And and when you hear a quarterback kind of say, hey, this Waver. might not be the case, it's like, wait, wait, wait. Because, so yo. Guy, this guy's not going to spend 16 hours a day at the facility. Like, Say what you want, What happens bro. when he starts having kids in a family? What happens when he when he, we give him a first big contract and money doesn't matter anymore? Like, Say what you want. Yeah. It, for me, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. Especially if I'm a guy that I, I know my team is going to take this guy number one. You know what it sounds like to me, bro? When shit gets real rough and rugged, you're not going to dig in like that. You're like, you know what? I don't. I don't. Eh, I'm good because you've already told me that this is not your life. You like it. You're really good at it. And I've always been good. I've been that guy for years on years now. I'm going to be the number one pick. I know that. I got a national title. I'm married. Life is good. You just don't. It, it's hard for a guy for for you to for me to trust that you're going to get really really. You're going to dig 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 in 
when shit gets really rough in the media and the fans are rough and your coach sucks and your receiving core sucks. And it's, it's, it's hard for me to tell like a guy like Baker Mayfield. I trust that for hell or high water. He's going to try to make some shit happen. See, but I don't get that. I don't think Lauren's saying that. See, I don't take that part of it. I'm not like, yo, I don't think he's going to dig in when times to dig in because it's still, I mean, he obviously has up until this point to get to this point, right? And if football didn't matter, and if it was something that he didn't want to work at, and we've seen the photos, obviously Trevor comes from some money. They got the they got the exposed uh, the exposed ankles in the in the suit that the Eli the pic that Eli sent us or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you see the vibe. Like they got yeah. they, they got the money. Um, yeah. but obviously he grinded to get to this point. I don't see it as him like yo, I'm not going to dig in when it matters. I don't think you necessarily need to have something be your end all be all for you to dig in, right? Um. Yeah, I, I disagree with that, man. I don't think it needs to be that way. I think there's almost something to be said about someone who is more well-rounded, right? Because when the going gets tough, is he going to swallow himself in it and actually go into a, a dark hole, He's right? Like spiral. Yeah, is he going to be like Mitch Trubisky, where it's like, you know, I, I, I'm not doing good at the thing that I love so much that you need to turn the TVs off in the facility because I can't stand the sight of me sucking. You know what I mean? Like, you almost get some people who are so wrapped up in it that, like, they can't handle failure because they have nothing else. Their whole identity is wrapped up in being a good quarterback. And like, so if he fails or he has a bad game, how is he going to respond to that? Or you have a more well-rounded individual who's able to compartmentalize and get back to work on Monday. I just think that there's no reason for him to say that if he truly doesn't feel that way. And I also feel that it's just human nature. If you're not fully, fully locked, you're not fully, fully locked when some shit gets rough, especially. I, so, I don't think that's not, I, I, him I think not it's being fully locked. It's just him not fucking football, 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 football. Like, yeah, I see where you're coming from, man. But like, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it speaks to how locked in he is or how he's gonna react when shit gets tough. I think it's just like, yo, I'm not a jarhead like some of these other guys. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not, like this. I'm not a robot. He, he doesn't need football. So that's that, essentially what Why, I'm saying. Why, though? Because he's a rich kid? Yeah, because he can do other things. Yeah, but I'm, that's, I'm assuming, that's just assuming that people only play ball for money. Some of these dudes do play because they love it. But that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't, that's, that, that's the feeling I, that's coming off. Is like He doesn't love it like that. That's what I'm saying. That's how I read it. Like he, he likes it. It's fun. He doesn't love it like that. He doesn't yeah, love it like like, like Ann Reed. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, for sure. Absolutely. I, I think a guy like Ed Reed is a guy that loves it and he needs it. Like this is Tom Brady. Is, Tom Brady. Tom Only Brady playing football right it. now for one reason. I love it. I have no I, other reason to play football. But before that, it was like, man, I, he needed that to, to kind of keep that edge. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? So that's just that's my take on it. Put it like this: I rather, I rather, yeah. I rather not, I rather not hear that shit. For sure. But I think in one breath we're like, "Yo, we love it when guys are brutally honest." And the other hand, it's like, "Ooh, you shouldn't say that because it's the no, bad." No, I do love so it like, when yeah. you. I, I do love it when you're brutally honest. But if that's how you feel, that's a re- that that kind of gives me a little a little. So if pause. you're a Jack, so if you're Urban Meyer, you're like, "Hey, man, hold on, we need to get this guy in the room and see what the deal is," or you're like, "I still feel comfortable." No, I'm I, I, no, I, I feel very comfortable. If he wasn't, so one. you're saying if he wasn't a slam dunk number one, right? If this was Justin Fields who came out and said, "Well, he's," I just I think if, yo, I think the, the, the perfect. Out and say that, but yeah, the the. Uh, 
if Justin Fields said that shit, he yeah, he'd be like, like I'm going to seventh round. round. <laughs> 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 to go back to Ohio State. <laughs> no, but but I think like a perfect example of what I mean is the overall is Andrew Luck. Yeah, I get banged up. It's like I don't need this shit, bro. I'm out of here, and I, we ain't heard from the man since. But we don't know. I think that that dude was fucking hurt. I think rehab. So you went through the ACL rehab, but you weren't actively playing. Could you imagine, like, the rehab, I think, is just like, you hear these guys describe rehab, Yo, and Nick, it sounds like the worst thing in the world. You're missing what I'm saying. It, it might be the worst thing if in the world. If you love it, you're going to rehab. But Andrew Luck is like, how about I go travel and hang out with my lady and read books? <laughs> I said he might like, come. He never even, there was never even, his name never came up again. You know what I'm saying? I, when you when you brought that up when we were talking about this Trevor Lawrence thing in the it's group like, chat, I forgot that he existed. It was just like, bro, I played football. Yeah, I'm out. I don't, now I don't, and that's I'm it. Out. I'm gone. So, and, and, I mean, look, and like I'm saying, this is just my opinion on what he's saying and, and, and kind of how it angles, but Andrew Luck didn't need football anymore. I'm good. I, I, I Yo, if you really want to be 100 – Andrew Luck wasn't built like that. He did. He was. He he wasn't built like I gotta win a championship. He wasn't. He was just like I'm out. I, don't, I played fun. I had made a little money. I'm good. I'm out of here. Like certain guys could never do that. Certain guys can never walk away like that. And I think those are the top top elite dogs that you want. So am I? Am I not saying that Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence could come in? You know what? He could have the exact same situation as Andrew Luck, and then he walked off, and he'd be like, "Hey, man, he told you he don't really hey, he don't need football like that." I told you guys, he saw my exposed. Ankle. Right, I'm only here. I'm only right. here. I want right. to be <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's interesting. It's just it's just interesting. It's like put it like this: if I'm talking to him, and I hear that he didn't have to tell me that he didn't have to divulge that, and no, I thought it, it, it's something to something to just. And wasn't his dad had said something too? Like his dad was like, "Yeah, he's just got a lot of other shit going on." I think his dad was like, "Yeah, don't don't listen to what he said." He's oh, this oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this guy's a killer. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> let's sign the contract first. Right. So we'll see, man. It's going to be yeah. interesting. I I'm interested to see him as a pro yeah. because he started running the rock a ton towards the end of his career at Clemson. So we'll see how, you know, he stands in there and, and rocks it. Um, I'm interested, man. The, the NFL drafts in a couple of weeks. We'll see what San Francisco moved up for. We'll do all that. Hold on. I got something in the comments. Yo, this is that really, really quick, Nick. Give me this. Uh, someone in the comments, I can't pronounce it. Kadiddle one said, why do you, got, why do you think NFL ratings are tanking? NFL or NBA? Or NBA, my bad. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the ratings have been going down. They were going down last year. I think it's hard. I think people love the NBA, like the story of following the NBA. But I think if you asked a lot of people how many of them are actually sitting down watching games every night, it's far fewer. I just think that it's a, it's – it, it's I don't know I, yeah I can't give you any scientific answer as to why but yeah. I know I know that you would think that more people watch it based on the chatter around it but I think more people follow it than actually watch it I haven't seen the numbers but if there if this is that time of the year where it's like I even am like man it's hard get, get me to the playoffs yep. like you know what I mean so I don't know how you know what what time frame 
we're talking about, but it's interesting. Because... And it's I was gonna say, it's like, when you talk about ratings are down, it's like, does that actually, like, it's hard. I don't know what you really compare it against other than past ratings, but I can tell you people watch TV less, number one, right? Like court cutting, all that stuff. People are just out about doing more stuff. Number two, like if you're comparing to like the NFL ratings going up, it's like, look, the NFL has a monopoly. NFL was on, down too, though. Yeah, but it's nine hours on one day a week that the NFL just runs it. And it's just different, right? Like, so whereas people sit down and lock in and watch the NFL for nine hours and watch the teams that aren't theirs and all that. When you get to the NBA, you just have a lot of people who just aren't going to sit down and watch the games. Yeah, it's interesting. We can talk yeah. about that. I yeah, want to do some more research yeah. on that because I do want to. That That's is a good question. Thing. That is a good question. Yeah, shout out. NBA person on to talk Canada. about that. Yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. All right, that's it for no catch up. April twentieth, twenty twenty one. Rest in point. Uh, rest in peace, George Floyd. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. You know where the time it is. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, we're there. Lock in with us. No catch up. Sports talk in Chicago. Man.